Hey guys, this is Andrew from Things I Want to Know. If you like the podcast, please leave a five-star rating. Don't really know why this is important, but it is. So let's get the voice out. Also, don't forget to check out the podcast Paul G's Corner, a podcast where everyone gets a voice. So, are we going to listen to the music, I guess? Is it, you know, I guess, well, welcome to things I want to know, or we want to know, or you want to know. I don't give a shit. We just want to know this shit, right? Yes. Now I'm being a really bad person today, I know. (laughs) Not being cooperative today at all, am I, Andrea? Uh, Maybe a little. A little? How am I being cooperative? Earlier, you were going to rip my skin off and burn me at the stake. Ah, uh, nah. You don't think so? No. All right. So today on the program, we have Kevin Carrier. Carrier? Is that how you say it? It's Carrier. Yeah. Carrier. All right, Carrier. Just letting everybody know. It's whatever. We have Kevin Carrier, a struggling stand-up comedian who works his butt off every night to make people laugh and think... He's been kicked off stages, heckled by drunk uncles, and he even got chased out of a strip club once. But that doesn't stop him from making people laugh. He's a true comedy warrior. We'll find out how he does it. So join us as we dive into the funny and sometimes painful world of stand-up comedy with Kevin Carrier and discover how he makes the audience laugh and think simultaneously. And it's always a software error when that happens, I think. <laughs> so Kevin, how are you doing? I'm doing great, Paul. How's it going? And we talked about that opener this week, and I was like, you know, AI wrote that opener for you. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> no, all that was accurate, by the way. Everything, <laughs> the club, everything was accurate. Absolutely. Did you get the Did you get uncles. heckled by drunk uncles? So I actually have not gotten like a real heckle yet. To be honest, I've been doing it for like two years. Uh, I've gotten like um. So I'll, I'll like say a joke, and sometimes I'll get like a um a shout out. Maybe like they're like ah, or like they'll like um they'll like uh try to add to the joke, right? The top it, but I've never got like a mean like heckle though. Um, which is I, I mean, mean you weird, know, just I give guess. me your tour dates. We could do that. I can make that happen. It doesn't matter <laughs> if you're funny or not. I mean, you could be funny. I could still heckle you. What the hell? He they, yeah, Paul's in the audience. He would heckle me. Do they still roll even heckle anymore, or do they just oh, like get yeah. up and leave? Oh, people, people heckle. Oh, it's funny. Okay. So I didn't tell you this, Paul, but okay. uh, my dad, my dad also does stand up too, ah. actually. So uh, he did it after me. And uh, when my mom's in the audience, she heckles him all the time. Oh. <laughs> it's, really fun. it's so funny. It's so funny. You know? <laughs> That's yeah. good that your mom's into it. Yeah. She's really into it. Um, so, but you know, one thing that I know about, stand-up comedy is that it is not easy Mm-mm. and not. if you want to make it at stand-up comedy you've got to bust your ass and be like everywhere all the time yeah yeah it's pretty much like a lot of people are doing like open mics like every night i don't i don't do it every night i try to do it at least one or two a week but um i mean there are people who are hustling and grinding it every night and it it helps you have to consistently go on stage otherwise you get like rusty with it 
So you really got to have that stage presence. Well, it's also about knowing the person, you know, I mean, you have to, you have to know the person that you're talking to or, or they have to know you to buy the ticket. If they don't know you, they don't give two shits. Oh yeah. Yeah. So there's like, so there's, um, so there's things, uh, so there's shows, right? There's comedy shows where you can get booked on, but there's also open mics, um, which is basically a comedian when they go to the, the quote unquote gym, they're just testing out material. So like, um, they, they think of a new idea, like, Ooh, okay. They're not going to test it out in like a paid show. They'll test it out like at an open mic and see if it, if there's anything there. Right. And a lot of times the open mics, it's just comedians. So you're going to go on stage and you may get no laughs like with your material. You may get no laughs or you may get a lot of laughs. And so, uh, if I have a new idea, I, I'll go to an open mic. I'll try it. And if it works, then I'll, okay, cool. I'll maybe refine it, try a couple times, then I'll take it to stage to like a real show. Yeah. Well, and I know when you're at, uh, there's the, the we, this show we listen to called Small Town Murderer. I don't know if you've heard of it. Never so heard of it. it's, what's it? It's, you know the names you uh, said. Uh, it's Jimmy Wisman is the co host, and I can't remember. Jimmy Pedregino or Pedregino, yeah. Pedregino or some Italian name. Yeah, and Jimmy Westman, yeah, and, yeah, and they're like comedians. They they're tra- used to be traveling comedians, and and they were like, we always had to do the nursing homes, and the nursing home people were the dirtiest of all the places we went. It's like, oh, you like dirty? Huh? All right, here <laughs> we go. Are. Yes, yes. <laughs> that would be honestly. I I've thought about. I've, I was talking about this um with a friend the other day. Like they should have comedy shows at like a nursing home, whatever. I think it would be great. Like, I mean, I feel like old people would, would just love like the jokes and just like, I, I think it'd be awesome, honestly. So, and you know, make them laugh and laughter always makes them have, have a sense of happiness. And they're always kind of in a situation where probably some of them don't see their family as much as they want. A hundred percent. So, yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm thinking about it. I might, I might just do a comedy show at a nursing home. I'm, I've, been, I've been thinking about it. So I think yeah, maybe do it. the director may be afraid of how, Residents would act towards some of the uh, colorful in jokes. the south, maybe in yeah. the south. Yeah, I don't know. So, maybe yeah, there's yeah, some yeah. up in the northeast. I mean, it's like Silas <laughs> um, Gamora up there. Yeah, it might have to be like a clean show, maybe, or I don't, I don't. Well, that's, that's what they—that's that's what these two comedians thought to do that program, and they thought that would be—that's what they needed to do—is make the uh, yeah, you know, and and he told one off-color joke because that's just who he is. Yeah, and. Uh, and the old ladies are like, oh, that's great. And he's like, ah, okay. I, I see that. where we're going. And he just ripped into his regular set and they loved it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. funny. <laughs> so funny. So with these jokes and, and, and skits, do you have to like write them down and practice it? Or is it just kind of like on the fly? Or how does that work? I'm curious. So, yeah, there's uh, there's many ways you could do it. Um I usually try to like, if I have an idea, I have this app called Trello, which is basically, um, you just create a bunch of cards. So if I have an idea, I'll like, write it down like on my phone as like a card. And I'll be like, okay, cool. Wait, there's like a timer right now that's going yeah. on. No, that's okay. <laughs> ignore, ignore the fuck up that I just had done. So that's okay. Okay. I didn't fuck okay. up at all. No, anyway. pretend. See, you can't point out the fuck ups. Okay, sorry, sorry. Anyway, anyway, anyway. <laughs> I'll go back. You can you can do edit and post. No, there's okay, no we'll, editing. Yeah, we don't edit this. It's, okay, perfect. If perfect. I fuck okay, up, yes. I just fuck up. Whatever. Who cares? And he owns yes, it. Paul, everyone, on. Paul fucked up. So anyway. <laughs> every episode, there's a fuck up. Just listen real closely. You'll find it. I have the time. I have not a clue what's going on because um, I don't understand yeah. the board. So I'm like, whatever. If something's not lit up or colored right, I'm like, whatever. Let's keep going. 
<laughs> I'm sitting there going, am I even recording this thing right now? And I was like, oh. Oh, but you I were was. recording the I, whole time? I have three yeah. recordings going on. I get okay. three backups, Perfect. but I didn't turn on Perfect. my backups. I just turned on the main one and I'm like, oh shit. Uh, <laughs> got it. Got it. So hopefully the main one sticks because you can't use the back. The well, it doesn't matter if it sticks or not. That's what I'm going to use at this point. <laughs> he's, he's the IT guy. I'm just, I don't know. I, I'm a, I'm a software engineer, so I'm not like hardware, but so like I, I do like coding and programming. So oh, that's my wow. day job. Um, you need to so, yeah. code my site IT to make everyone listen to it. <laughs> uh, anyway, but Andrew, back to your either. question. Um, I know. I would pay for that. Yeah. I mean, 20 bucks, whatever, you know? <laughs> no? It didn't cost more than that? You give your left nut if you do it. No! <laughs> that serves a purpose. <laughs> My pinky toe, maybe. I don't need that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You need your left nut. I yeah, need my left nut. <laughs> I mean, I'm over 40. I'm already, you know, we have to watch. We have to make sure that the testosterone keeps going. Yeah. You, you take my left nut, I'm, I'm down right. at least half at that point. There's pills for that. Uh-huh. <laughs> you have the right nut. It's okay. I mean, I, you only have, well, I guess you have two pinkies, too. So. Well, <laughs> pinky toe, who cares? I don't give a shit. I can wear shoes. <laughs> You need your toes to walk. <laughs> Not if you, they've got shoes yeah. on. Okay. <laughs> you still need your toes to walk. All right. <laughs> um, anyway, anyway, Andrea, to answer your question before. <clears throat> what? He's just looking at me like, I can't believe you said that. <laughs> You'll be glad I have testosterone. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. You'll be like, oh my God. Uh, yeah. If I could lose my left nut, it'd be like, uh, half the time I'm just not interested anymore. There's shots for that. I'm a nurse. We got it covered. <laughs> Gee, thanks. I'm just messing with you. you just, I, I'm just a tool for your ends. Is that oh what it is? Oh, my God. Here we go. Let him answer the question. If we can remember oh, what it yeah. is. So uh, what was question? the question again? It was like, uh, oh, how, how do I how do I come up with material, right? That was yeah. the question? Yeah. Okay. I'm just curious. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, so when I have, I have an, um, I have a, a, an app called Trello and I, every idea I have, I'll write it down my phone. And like, I have right now, if I look at my phone, I have like about 500 different ideas. I just thought of like a lot of them are just stupid. There's like, okay, cool, whatever. And then some of them I'll like try on stage. Um, so that's how, and then I'll like, I'll try it on stage. I'll like kind of like rewrite, I'll write out the joke. I like to try to do like, if I can make it into one line, like a setup punchline, like the smaller, the better. And then I'll like expand on it if it starts working. Uh, because one of the problems I had in the beginning was I would write out this like whole paragraph, right? Like a story. And then like a lot of it maybe wasn't working and it could have been trimmed down. Like, okay, cool. If I rewrite it and trim it down, testing it small and then expanding out is way better. Uh, but I have, I have comic friends who just, they just go on stage with no script and yeah. they'll, they record themselves and then they'll get material that way. So everyone does it differently. Oh, okay. That's kind of how my dad and I have always done it. I, I learned how to be stupid for my dad because my dad is very stupid. Yeah. So also, also having a, um, having a, having a comedy podcast really helps too. It does. Like a lot. Like, yeah, it does. Cause I'll, I'll take a lot of stuff from like what we talk about on the podcast and I'll try it on stage. Cause that's just a natural, like you're technically kind of like, you're it's a comedy podcast so you're kind of like performing you're kind of doing bits together and if like the people in the podcast are laughing like okay cool then let me just try to take it on stage so a lot of times like either like in the podcast or if i say a joke and my friends are laughing okay cool 
let me try to take it on stage. Sometimes it works. Sometimes it doesn't work. But um, yeah. What's the name of your so, podcast? I've, oh, it's called uh, Hangover Comedy Podcast. And uh, what we do is it's uh, um, it's over Zoom. So we we interview uh, comedians from all over the world. Um, so my co-host is actually from India. And so me and my co-host, we talk about, you know, the differences between India and the U.S. We'll bring people along from other places like Egypt, Yemen, Canada. We've had people from Mexico, um, U.K., so um, Hawaii, Alaska is coming up. So it's weird. Like, so like knowing what's comedy in different places and the differences and what the lifestyle is like has been really, really interesting. Um, so you get to learn and it's funny. So I'm trying to remember who the New York comedian was that <clears throat> this, he, he hit for a while and then he kind of everybody kind of got offended by him. Remember that guy? Oh, what was yeah. his name? He was hilarious. He, I, um, I can't figure out where he went. He was. um he kind of did his act based upon whoever was in the audience. Yeah. So if there was somebody that looked African-American, then he'd say something about that or, or whatever. And he wasn't, there he is. Andrew Schultz, Andrew Schultz. Yeah. Oh yeah. He's funny. Oh, I love him. Yeah. 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 His new special is really, really good too. That guy. He just, uh, he doesn't write jokes. He just gets up there and fucks with people. (laughs) He does. He does. But you know what? With, the thing about Andrew is that he's so um, knowledgeable of the world. So when he's telling these jokes, like if somebody's got to like combat him, whatever, right? He'll have a lot of like, information. Like, no, he knows what he's talking about. Yeah. And I think that's the thing yeah. too. If you're going to have a joke, if you're going to talk about a topic, make sure you at least have them like some bullet points. Cause people will rebuttal you though. If they feel like you don't, you're, you're not, you're just doing a joke, but you don't know a lot on the topic though. Really? So. Yeah. There was one. Oh yeah. He got a hundred percent. Yeah, he got yeah. killed by this one woman in the back. It says, don't eat animals or something like that. And he's like, what the fuck? <laughs> he excoriated yeah. her to the point that she's like, okay, I give up. You win. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I may not like something. Don't fuck with a comedian. That somebody, you know, says, I may not think, okay, that's a little off color. But I wouldn't like dare go up to them in the middle of the set and be like, here's my PowerPoint presentation of why you're wrong. That's kind of rude. There's people that do that It happens, shit. though. It happens. It happens. Donald sure. might do that. Um, it, it happens. Okay. So it will happen with like, if it's a very um, like taboo topic. Like, so a lot of the darker like, comedians, they'll, they'll go to like uh, the more like abortion or politics or like something where it's like, oh, it's a little bit controversial. Yeah. People will be like, oh, okay. Like, I'm not like, I'm not offended or like, how do you know this or whatever? So yeah, there will be some rebuttal though. Um, I've, for me, a lot of my jokes are just based on like real stories or they'll, they'll be self-deprecating. I've learned to now, if I'm going to talk about a taboo topic, which I have a couple, um, I'll make it super silly and make sure like, because I, I want people to feel comfortable. For me, I don't like pe- making people feel uncomfortable. There's comics who love to make people feel yeah. uncomfortable and like to make the obscure shit. That's not my job. <laughs> I may or no, may not no, be no. one I, of those. I don't, I don't like that, but that's just me. <laughs> that's just me. Well, it's personalities too. I mean, you know, exactly. You have to be able to sell it too. I'm a, uh, I'm a very, I'm a very, I would say sharp individual, but then it might come across as I'm talking that I'm really smart, but more than, more than that. I just, I just cut, I I cut the flesh off and go, Oh, nice bone. You know, that's what I do. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You know how I love making people squirm. (laughs) Well, you like making people, for lack of a better term, get their head out of their ass. Yeah. 
I mean, let's just, I don't know how else yeah. to put it other than that. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. and uh-huh. sometimes that people respond well to that and laugh back, and other times people get ten times more offended that you tried. And then I just double down. I mean, the only the only option you have, I guess, it would didn't. Let me know if you don't think this is true. As a comedian, the only option you have if you offended somebody and they're like super upset about it, the only option you have is to double down and keep going. Double down. Yeah. Double down. Ask like, you know, why are you offended? You know, like I think just really drilling into that. Um, there's multiple ways you can go about it. Um, I try to like uh make a joke about it, like, oh, like that's just my mom or whatever. Even not my mom or whatever. Like, oh that's <laughs> like, like, like calm down, calm down, like it's fine, whatever. So I, I try to like um uh you know calm the crowd down where some some comedians love like they they love amping that they love that shit they're like oh i'm gonna go in on this person though yes well um, because the majority of the people there they already know who you are generally they they know what they've seen Uh, you before actually that's not true actually a lot of people don't know who you are with stand-up and that's the that's the tough thing about stand-up is like you're you're basically trying to make people laugh who don't even know you so you have to build that trust over time. So like how you start your stand up set is so important because like a lot of times people, if you'll, if you look now at stand up set now, now I'm telling you, you'll probably look at it now. Um, there'll be a lot of like um, uh, self deprecating jokes or like jokes to kind of like, Oh, these are like the easy jokes in the very beginning. And then they'll go a little bit darker and darker and dirtier and dirtier. Like that, that stuff is like at the end, usually unless you're saying you want to build that trust who just walked yeah. in and went, I was eating my wife, my, my girlfriend's pussy. <laughs> That was his opening line to one of his sets. Nice. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, okay. It's like, strap in. Exactly. (laughs) Strap in or strap on, I guess, either way. (laughs) Nice. Nice. I think the only jokes that I have a hard time with that I I think it would be really hard for someone to smooth me over are jokes around the Holocaust because of being Jewish. Mm. Those are yeah. the ones I'm kind of like, there's just certain things you should not go to. And but if it's a positive spin on the people who suffered, if the, if you're like, I, you know, if it, it's the way you handle it, maybe, but it's the, the ones like it. I've heard where they talk about, like you should, uh, I can't remember the joke specifically. It goes all member going, I can't believe he went there. It was something about ovens and people that oh. just kind of <laughs> yeah. was, that yeah. was to yeah. me just yeah. like, that's yeah. a bit much for me. Yeah. I, I don't really get offended by many things, but, but that, it didn't really offend you too much because if it did, you'd remember it when you'd be on the warpath about that's it. That's true. But you I go remember all Karen. Oh yeah. You go cancel the person. Like, yeah, oh, where's, but, where's his Twitter hand? Where's his Twitter hand? <laughs> I just remember thinking, dude, you better be careful because there's going to be like a lot of people that come after you when this yeah. thing's over with. One thing about Andrea is that she, she can do both. <laughs> she can do the modern lady kind of thing. Uh, and yeah. she can also, see the other side of it and so mm-hmm. if she wasn't able to see the other side of it she couldn't put up with me oh, that's probably true i'd be yeah. like you're an asshole i always i always told i always, I always like, open that by the way she called me an asshole i said so, yeah. i always open that whenever i talk to somebody you have to remember i'm an mm-hmm. ass not an asshole there's a very fine mm-hmm. line and i'm just on the other side of it yeah <laughs> that was his disclaimer i told every girl i dated that just right off the bat look i'm an ass i'm not an asshole so if i say some shit it's okay because i don't i'm not i don't i don't mean it in the way you think i mean it i'm just horsing the fuck around 
Yeah, you're a whole ass, not asshole. <laughs> yes, a whole ass. That's right. <laughs> a whole ass, not an asshole. There you go. So have you ever gotten on stage and it's like crickets, no matter how hard you try? Can I push swing? the button? Oh. oh Can I yeah. push the button? I guess push the button. I had to do it. There it goes. Cricket. There we go. It comes built into this thing. They put crickets okay. in it. I'm like, Are what? you going to play crickets? Yeah, crickets. Because like. for me, <laughs> so I don't dumb. think I could do what you do. Because if I make any type of like humor, people are like, oh, you're funny. I was like, I'm just talking. <laughs> just being yeah. me. I mean, to get up on stage and like nothing you do makes anybody laugh. Mm-hmm. I would think that would be like, I'm never going to do this, this again. This is too much. Yeah. So um, in the very, so my very first open mic um was so bad and uh, so my mom and my brother were there right and i i got i was up there for five minutes and i got no laughs for the entire five minutes though it was the most scariest (laughs) thing i've ever done in my life and i got nothing nothing no reaction at all i was hearing like the chair squeaking like literally we're just squeaking though you can hear the chair squeaking And no pity laughs for my mom or my brother. God damn it. I raised this motherfucker. God damn it. How did I raise this kid? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Can I take him back? <laughs> Can I change the birth certificate? I don't know. <laughs> um, but yeah, so, but, um, you know, I, I got better at it. Like the second time I did it, I at least got like one laugh, which is good. Like it's, it's slow progress. Uh, it's been a while since I got like complete silence. But because now I at least have material where if I if I'm ever like in danger where it's like a lot of these jokes aren't working, I can pull jokes that have worked now hundreds and thousands of times. And I yeah. Can go, okay. Cool. Like, you could, yeah, you yeah, can yeah, pivot it saves, and go. Okay, it saves the set. But um, yeah, it's it is it is scary when you're trying stuff, especially if it's like worked in a bunch of different audiences, and then you go into one show and it's like, why is it not working? Like, is this mic is this mic on? Like, I mean, I don't know why it's not. Like, like, what's going on? And sometimes it could be a number of things. Sometimes it's like, uh, sometimes it's your delivery. Sometimes it's your posture. Sometimes it's like the person before you just like ruined the whole crowd, and now you got to save the crowd back. And you know, I would say, the, the, do you guys yeah. pay attention to the to the, to the guy before you, guy or girl before you? Oh. I pay attention to everybody. You should. I, I watch everybody. Attention. Very, very. Yeah, I'm analyzing everybody, and I'm analyzing the crowd too. Like, what are the jokes that they're laughing at? Right? I would make fun so of like, if, if, if there was a comic that walked up there and he just killed the crowd. And it's like you walk up and they're like, "Yeah, you, nothing you say is going to be funny now." I would. Do, yeah. I would then take the opportunity to say what everybody was thinking and make fun of that other comic. And, oh yeah, and and, yes. and the other comic would not appreciate it. But the mm-hmm. guy who owns the club trying to sell the drinks and the food is going to be very appreciative. And the guy after you is going to feel so much better about his set. Yeah. <laughs> so you can, yes, address, address the crowd. Like address like, because the crowd knows like the comedian before you like suck. Like they're, they're, they, they suck the life out of the whole room. Right. So you can address it. Like maybe there's a topic he talked about. Right. Um, there was one uh, comic. I, I was on a show and there's one comic before me was talking about um, racism, right? He, was, he, had this, he had this whole bit, no, nothing was happening though, right? He thought he had this like clever little bit about racism. No one was feeling it. And so like, I followed him, right? And I'm like, fuck, I have to follow racism? And then I got like, I got, like the biggest laugh. It got like the biggest laugh. And like, it like, eased the room. It was like, like, fuck, I got to follow racism? Like, what? what's the deal? So it was like- Yeah, say what everybody else is thinking. That's part of comedy too. I mean- 
Not and it's only. not like a jab at the other guy either. Like that's the yeah. thing. Like it's not a jab at the other guy. It's just saying what the, the crowd's thinking yeah. without being an asshole about it. Well, that's what comedy know? is too, though. I mean, comedy is definitely to make something funny, you have to have truth. If it doesn't have truth in it, it's just you'll never make it funny. Well, there's certain people that no matter what you do, the truth is not funny to them. Right. They're not at a comedy show then. Well, they're myself, sitting at but- home. You know, listening to true crime and going, I really don't know why my husband <laughs> hates me so much. So he doesn't hate you; he's just fucking tired of hearing you whine. <laughs> <laughs> okay, boy, take it. So, do you ever like walk out on stage and be like, "Okay, this person's dressed like a bunch of teenagers. They're probably pretty bit more modern. These people look like they've just walked out of I don't know the nursing home." Do you like look? <laughs> They're at all them? dressed as Amish. You're gonna fail. <laughs> well, I mean, does that help you when you get out there and look at what it's everyone's like, wearing? I'm churning butter over here. <laughs> You see how I'm doing it a little bit different? Isn't that yeah, great? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no. yes, Amish, right. Amish jokes. Yeah. Don't make fun of Jesus. Um, yeah, I mean I mean sometimes like I I am very much um I've gotten a little bit better at like going to the crowd work now. Like but for me I like to just do material, but it it does help. Uh, if especially if there's someone so obscene, right? And yeah. I can just like address it like right in the front row, like it's it it happens. It happens. So like I was um there was uh, a dude with like a like a really like big hat one time. Like I was like on stage, he was like, right in the front. He had like a really big hat. I don't know why. And I'm like, what? Like, are you are you bald or something? Like, what, what, why do you have such like a big hat though? Like, it's something like I forgot what I said. There's something about like, are you bald or like do you have like a really bad haircut? Something like that. And now um, there is some technical difficulties. No, no, keep going. I've turned off. Oh. I've, I've turned down. You're not supposed to point out the mistakes. <laughs> just keep going. Get this critique here. Sponsored by Riverside. <laughs> I'm just trying. No, there are internet issues, so I turned the uh, low data mode, okay. so that way anyway, we can keep going. Anyway, yeah, there was, there was like some joke about like I think like his, his hairline, or they didn't have any hair. I forget. I forget what I said. It was like a, a year ago, but I just remember he had like a big giant hat though, and like he was like in the front row, so it was very obvious. <laughs> what comedy show did we go to and you kept telling him to be careful because literally our, our seats were like right in front of the comedian that was uh, Bobcat Goldthwait mm. he was funny yeah he was funny Bobcat he's doing we we got somebody invited us to a comedy show so we get to sit in the front row mm-hmm. and I'm like oh shit I don't know his set because it's so long ago that he was popular yeah you know, that yeah. he was in the he was in the in the zeitgeist that I, I was like, oh my god, we're gonna be on the front row, or we're we gonna get picked on all night long. Yeah, you're like, yeah. you went and sat in front of me. You're like, I'm gonna sit. Yeah, I sat in front of her because I was like, no, 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 no. That's gonna, not gonna happen. You be the buffer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was a good. And set. I think that, uh, having like an international podcast, it's like, it's very interesting because there are certain countries where they don't like people getting picked on. They they don't like crowd work at all, though. So like, if you go to India, they don't really do a lot of crowd work because they don't want. They're just there to get, you know, be entertained. And there's certain jokes you probably can't talk about in India. But I think here in America, stand up. Yeah. What's their culture? Which I think here in America, um, I think almost I find that some people who sit in the front row want to get picked on. Like yeah. They're just begging to get picked on. So like they know they're going to get picked on and they want to get picked on. Yeah. They think it's hilarious. So, it's fun. Of course. It's like riding yeah. a roller coaster. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So. Is there any type of, through your podcast, have you learned, is there any particular type of culture that maybe is 
more challenging to make them laugh? You would think um, as an American? I think, um, I don't know if there's a particular culture. I think that there's just certain topics that you probably can't talk about in certain cult- in certain cultures. Like I think like if you're in India, there's like certain political topics that you probably have, should stay away from because they will like put you in jail. Oh. Like, that's the thing. Oh, so God. they will put you in jail. So that that's 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 like the level of like where we are. I think as far as like like sensitivity as far as in different countries. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, well, China. Egypt, good luck telling a joke about the government in China. You'd be you get half the word out, and there'd be like four Gestapo. I, I have not gotten anyone from China yet, but I would <laughs> I would really like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have not gotten anyone from China yet, but I, I would love to get a comedian from China just to talk about that too, because like. I'm Good sure luck. comedy in China. You got to yeah. make get, they have to be in an exile or something outside the country because they talk about probably. It. They're probably going to jail. Yeah, yeah. People don't understand how unfree China is. Yeah, it's crazy. It's really, really insane. It's yeah. interesting. I mean, I never really thought about that, but I mean, there's like even the language barrier. I mean, mm-hmm. that in itself, I think, would be challenging to talk to somebody from like other countries. You know, like yeah, African. we use a lot of T's, and Asians don't use any T's. <laughs> it's true. It's a fact. Oh, well, everyone, um, everyone we've had on our podcast does speak English. Yeah. Uh, but like they'll they'll also probably speak another. Like, like my co-host uh, also speaks Hindi as well. And when he's doing jokes, like um, you know, like on the podcast or on like a on a Zoom open mic, he's just English. He's like really like into it. And then he'll like um tone down the energy. And also mix in some Hindi when he's speaking on stage in India, though. So it's interesting how hearing the joke twice and the differences of how he performed it in India and how he performs it like on Zoom or like for like an American audience. It's very interesting. It's interesting. Hmm. I think, yeah. I, I, you know, it's, it's a culture thing. It's like mm-hmm. it. you couldn't. I don't know. You got Jeff Foxworthy. I mean, he's hilarious. But he's only, old now. There's only so much redneck jokes you can tell. I, 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 I know. <laughs> I mean, let's just be honest. Larry, but yes. For the for the time, it had that was the first time we'd ever heard it. That's why it was a boom, yeah. right? It's true. He might as well just say, hey, these are Arkansas jokes. I mean, let's yeah. just. Yeah. And then you got Larry the Cable Guy who took it just a little bit further, and he's from New Jersey. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. you know, yeah. <laughs> know. That. When Paul told me that, I'm like, "What?" Yeah, he doesn't even have an accent at all. That blew my, he that does was, now. He's done the act for so long. He mm-hmm. talks like that now. Yeah. He didn't talk like you can go on the internet and on YouTube and, and search and find him, uh, Larry the Cable Guy, and his original name. I can't remember what it is, and you'll see a set before he became Larry the Cable Guy, and he's like, yeah, Midwestern accent all day long. Really? Yeah, it's kind of it's kind of creepy to watch actually because you're used it's, to. It's super interesting too because like I feel like as a comic I don't want to um, pigeonhole myself. Like I guess what we're talking about here is like kind of like Jeff Foxworthy is now like the redneck guy and Larry the Cable Guy, right? So there's like expectation that they're going to do the redneck jokes. I try to. I always like comics who have like a diversity of different topics that they're willing to talk about. Yeah. But like in like their own way and their own personality, right? So, like, if you look at someone like Jerry Seinfeld, he could talk about anything, right? Because he just really drills into, like, observations. He could talk about a sock as a joke, right? That, that, that's what he, <laughs> he does. He like, he, like, microscopes on every single little thing, like, in our world, right? But he has, like, his Jerry voice, like, oh, what's up, what's up with a sock? Like, yeah. you know, like, you know, something like that. So, but he could talk about anything, though, where I think some comics, like, they so pigeonhole themselves into a box where it's, like, you're gonna, you're gonna, um, the well is gonna dry up at some point, yeah, right. And 
Well, Jeff Foxworthy is good. It did. I mean, that's all he's that I think that he's known for. He could be known for other things for all I know, but that's all I know he's yeah. known for. But you know, he made so much money. Does it matter? But to real, him, it probably doesn't. He's like, I got my cars, I got my trucks, I got my house. Kids are set. Nobody has to get a job ever again. Oh, what is he doing now? Is he having a game show now? Or, or I, I used think to have a, game a show? lot of these guys are behind the scenes, and that's one. That's one thing that they, uh, a celebrity will disappear out of the, yeah. out of modern culture, and you think they're gone, but they're not. They're putting stuff together, and if you go go to their IMDb page, you'll be like, "Holy shit! I didn't know they did all that." Because yeah. they're behind the scenes, they're putting it together. They're dealing with the money men. Well, they paid, like yeah. paid their dues, so they're probably like, I'm going to sit back and relax and let someone else bust their butt. You Basically. Know, get, you know, I've done that. They, what it becomes is a, a, a the way to get in the door. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so uh, Foxworthy, you pitch it to Foxworthy, Foxworthy likes it, Foxworthy, Foxworthy takes it to HBO or whatever the fuck ever. And, yeah. uh, and HBO goes, oh, it's coming from Foxworthy. It must be good. And they don't, but you, as an unknown writer... A producer, you could never get in front of HBO like that. Hmm. So that's, right, right, that's right. they're just using their name and influence, getting paid for it, which want, is what I would like. Do. A, um, it's more of like an investment type of uh, opportunity. So yeah. like you see, like executive yeah. executive producer, like you know Jack Fox. So he doesn't have to do like a lot of the work, but like he'll he'll make the money on it though. So it's like uh, yeah, without him, it wouldn't happen. Yeah. So I mean, might as well pay exactly. Him. But I wonder if exactly, people yeah. you know put themselves in that box of only one particular type of you said pigeonhole. I wonder if they do it so they yeah. can make it. Oh yeah, uh, you got I mean, an act that marketing. works. Double down. Yeah, yeah. It's like so. It's like it's very good for marketing because obviously we just we just said like Jeff Foxworthy is like the redneck joke guy, right? Yeah. So now like you have now this like accolade. I just think it's like. If it's too, if it's not broad enough, right, then it's like it's 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 tough, right? If you look at someone like, um, I don't know, like Ali Wong, right? So she has a couple different boxes, right, that she can kind of pull from to like a Andrew lot of like Asian culture jokes. Is. I bet if I saw she the has, face, uh, I can. But the name's not ringing a bell. But you're yeah. making his point. Yeah. Yeah. So she has like a lot of like a, a Asian culture jokes. She has a lot of like dirty, like, you know, she, she has a lot of sexual dirty jokes, too. And um, and then she had like a lot of kids family jokes. So she had like a couple different buckets that she can pull from, though. She's not just like Ali Wong, Asian joke comedian. She has a couple different, you know, boxes that she pulls from. The, the so, tough part of that is, is the old the old saying, if you try to please everyone, you please no one. That's true. I mean, yeah, I just did. You ever feel like sometimes you have to sell out? just to be able to make people laugh. Like, do you ever feel like you're not being true to yourself up there? Like, I, I can't say this or I can't say this because there's Karen yeah, in the audience I, or whatever. So I think in the, um, in the beginning, I kind of felt like I was like, uh, um, I was writing jokes that like, Oh, like a comedian would laugh. Right. But I don't think it was like really like me. Right. So like, oh, okay. Yeah. I know people are going to laugh at this, but it's not really something that, I really believe in or I really want to talk about, but like, I know it will get laughs though. So now I try to like, just like write jokes that I personally think is funny, that my friends think is funny, that my, that my family thinks is funny. And that like, you know, if the crowd laughs, they laugh If they don't, they don't. But like, at least I personally thought it was funny and I've, and I've worked on that joke multiple times. And listen, if the joke does not work like 10 or 20 times, then like I'll give it up maybe yeah. or I'll rewrite it. But like, you know, I think at this point, like I, I be, I don't really care about the result at this point, which is a very tough tough place to get to as a comic, but you have to get there where you can't care about like 
the result, whether it works or not. You just throw it out there, give it the best delivery, and it works, it works, it doesn't, it doesn't. That's that's what you have to think about. Well, it. it's <clears throat> that's very freeing, though, on, on whenever you're mm-hmm. doing stuff. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. If you're not worried about it, you're just doing it. It's going to work better every time. And it doesn't matter yeah. what you're what we're talking about. Anything that has to deal with uh, facing people. Yeah. If you get inside your head, you're going to screw it up. It's not going to work. Makes sense. Yeah. And, and sometimes it's like um, if you tell it the first time, maybe you were like, I wouldn't give it up because maybe I was nervous telling it. I don't know. Like you, you don't you don't know. That you red try shirt a couple you were times. wearing really the, took away from that joke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, that's not what you're talking about, I guess. Uh, no, but I him out, man. That. He's like, wait, huh? Put, <laughs> hang on a second. Let me put my train back on the rail because I have no idea what happened. <laughs> yeah, I'm really good at that, by the way. <laughs> Going off the rails. Yeah. Him, I'm like, what? <laughs> what? This, you said it's you know. I mean, but it's true though. Actually, I mean, it could be that you looked different. And you wore a shirt yeah. that nobody liked, and they couldn't t- stop looking at your shirt. Or it was just a different audience, right? Yeah. You don't, you don't. It's a different audience. Maybe that audience just wasn't really feeling feeling you. It, right? it could be a, like, something as simple as that. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, absolutely. I don't know why. Stressful. I always find that very um, stressful. Yeah, I, I always find that for me. I don't know why it is, but like I always find like uh, women and like older people really like my like my jokes the most. I don't know what it is. Like dudes between like twenty and like their thirties, though. I don't know. They just don't really like my jokes. I don't know what it is. But anyway, <laughs> most of the time. So it's like, well, it's not that you don't like it. It just doesn't get as much of a great response. So well, it makes that makes sense though. That that makes sense to me because it's just sitting here. And I'm, <laughs> I'm going to try to see if I can turn the video back on here. Um, I got it in low low mode here, so we turn that. Well, also, jokes have to be there we go. relatable to the audience and relatable for the time. So you also probably have to be pretty up on world events and things that are going on in order to kind of like. Right. Oh, yeah. 100%. I've now looked at the news so much more now as a comic than I would ever as like before I started comedy. Like now I look at it every day. I'm trying to like, OK, can I like make a one liner joke about this headline here? And then I'll like try it on stage. So, yeah, I do that all the time now. Wow. Getting right. I guess I avoid the news like the plague just because it's just. Oh, well, and dark. So, but comedy can also turn you into a very dark person in your personal life. You're, while you're trying to be funny, oh, yeah. uh, it can hurt you. Well, look in, at emotionally. Robin Williams, for example. Yeah. Oh yeah, a hundred percent. And with Robin, he felt like the the thing is that I don't know a lot of people know that Robin Williams is more like um, when he's not performing, when he's not like on camera. He's really quiet. He's super. He was super quiet, like an introvert, introvert. And so I don't think a lot of people know that though. So like he didn't even like talk to a lot of people like when he wasn't on camera. So he was always like on. He put all of his energy when he was on the camera, and then off camera he was like reserved it and super super quiet. Yeah, which I, Carlin, I found really really interesting. It was just angry yeah. asshole most of the time. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Carl's the best though. Carl's yeah, no, amazing. Carl can't do anything wrong. Yeah, he's great, but but he, great. he really didn't have too much of a demeanor change when you <clears throat> when you flipped off the the comedy switch. Who's the one yeah. that you talked about that came out that uh, you show me his comedy skit and we both were talking about it and you're like that that comedy skit can never work now. Oh my god, that Andrew Dice Clay. No, that guy and the one that uh, talked about 
Hickory dickory dock. This bitch yeah. sucking my cock at a quarter to drop my. <laughs> yeah. uh, the fact that you know that is. Yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> Andrew Dice Clay would not. 1990. I know. It's every like junior high, high school kid's dream was Andrew Dice Clay. Clay yeah. He, <laughs> yeah. He, he could not do his act now. There's no way. That's tough. Yeah. Who's he's a, he's a, I think he's a New York dude, too, as well. Is he? Uh, so. Andrew, I think, yeah. I think Andrew Dice Clay is, is New York. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, so how do you? Keep- Andrea, Andrea is Jewish, so it's, yeah, yeah. It, it, it's a, it's not that. Oh, look at that Jew over there. No, I'm, I'm pointing out that, you know, his poor rabbi is probably like shaking his head every time he gets on stage. <laughs> 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 like, oh my god, he's in our synagogue. <laughs> but I mean, how do you keep yourself from like? Not being with the times, I guess, like Andrew Dice Clay and um, yeah, Rhonda Dangerfield. Up, and- well, no, Rodney's jokes still hold up. It's just it's another another time, man. Another time, yeah. yeah. But his jokes are still funny. It makes me wonder Rod- that Rodney's like, hilarious. Dr. I love Vinny If we will go back and look, you know, this time now in the future, Sam Kennison still holds up. Yeah, he's he does. You would think he wouldn't. You think he'd go down the road of Andrew Dice Clay, but he doesn't. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sam Kennison, you listen to him now, it's, still uh, just as relevant. Yeah, it's really funny because I think like the the biggest comics, I think, really set the trend for like what's what 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 happens like at the open mics, right? Yeah. So what you're finding now at a lot of open mics is there's a lot of like Andrew Schultz, Bill Burr, uh, Anthony Jeselnik kind of like style of like comedy, right? Where where with like when Louis C.K. was big, right? That was like the style. Everyone was trying to be like Louis C.K. And then when uh, uh, when we Dan watched, Cook was big, we watched Red Rocks you know. with Bill Burr. Remember? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. He's yeah. great. That yeah. was, that's so that's who he's talking about. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. So go ahead. Uh, and then like when when yeah, but then and then like you know so when Louis C.K. was like big, then everyone tried to be like Louis C.K. And like when Kevin Hart was big, like he's still big, but like he's like coming up. He's not big. Be he's like like Kevin Hart. only like five four. <laughs> yes, of course. He does like, that joke I'm talking about like it's, it's all the time. Skyrocket so. popularity. Um, yeah, yeah. He's always uh, he's always hanging out with the Rock, and wherever he's, he's always a, hanging out with the Rock. Yeah, for some reason he's always hanging out with the Rock. I don't think, I don't get it, but okay, I guess they're really. But they're friends. they're so funny together because he's like the Rock is so tall and Kevin Hart is so small. Like it's so <laughs> fucking funny. What's the, the so, I love them together. The, so that good. movie that had Arnold Schwarzenegger in it and the other guy and they twins. Were, twins. Yes. Danny twins. DeVito. Yes. Danny DeVito. DeVito. I yeah. love Danny DeVito. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I'll almost. Uh, I don't know, but it, it's. I kind of wanted to talk a little bit about the dark side, what people don't yeah. understand. Yeah, it's like Robin Williams. You know, I always saw, I always saw the dark side of Robin Williams, even when he was doing mm-hmm. work from work and all that other stuff. As a little kid, I yeah. I knew that there was a depressed, hurt individual on the other side of that, and that's why I never really could get on the Robin Williams bandwagon because I knew what he was going through. I could just yeah. tell by the look on his face and how he acted. I I knew exactly what was going on. It's bam. Like he was putting too much of an act on, on and it's like, you could just feel it. I like knew it. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. And, but that happens to a lot of people. Uh, Jay Leno commented on it a little bit and he's like, yeah, I could get really dark. Leno is probably one of the, probably one of the most hurt people from having to do comedy, but that he never tells anybody how hurtful the comedy has been to his personality. Mm-hmm. We could, I mean, so, you okay, could I'll, see I'll it. kind of like, 
Yeah, I kind of call back because uh, Andrea, I think you say you don't like any Holocaust jokes, right? So, <laughs> well, okay, okay, they, okay, they're the okay, ones okay, that I'm okay. like, man, that's something you know, okay. that's not really good to talk so about. One of, one of my favorite jokes, one of my favorite jokes was from Robin Williams when he did stand up, right? Um, one, one of my favorite jokes is like, so he went on like this uh German talk show, right? Oh my god, right? yeah. so, oh no, oh so Robin no. Williams went on this German talk show, right? And the talk show host, the talk show host asked him, like, Hey, Robin, why do you think there's not a lot of German comedians? Uh, why is not a lot of comedians in Germany, oh right? God, I know where this and is going. he said, Do you think it's because you killed all the funny people? And I <laughs> started that, That's like one of my favorite jokes. It's, it's so good on so many different levels. It is, though, it's but. Like, that's a twenty-year ban from Germany. I love at this it. Point. I love it. It's such a good joke. It's like it's so but Maybe good. you killed them Sorry. all, you little fucker. <laughs> maybe you killed them all. Yeah, exactly. Oh, that's that's. I wouldn't want to be funny if I knew I was going to. No, 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 no. I think no, no. I I can laugh at that one when you start talking about ovens and things like that. And that yeah, was yeah, Schultz, yeah, yeah. Schultz said the oven one because he's alluding, like you know, like he's alluding that like a lot of comedians are Jewish and and, yeah. and, and you know, he's like yeah. So like well, Schultz you know, is Jewish. Yeah, I, I, I guess some comedians do it. Yeah, it's the old rule of you can make fun of yourself. I guess. Yeah. Well, what yeah. he was pointing out was the hypocrisy of the person who was heckling him. Oh yeah, yeah. that's yeah. Yeah, 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 that's yeah. where that joke came from. <clears throat> and he kind of went down a path, and he and then he did stop and say, oh, "Oops." <laughs> <laughs> I guess if you make it that big, you can say whatever the hell you want. I mean, oh, no, Louis C.K. buried yeah. him. Really? What did he like, say that got him buried? Do you remember? No, it wasn't something that he said. It was because he just whipped out his, you know, his wanker. <laughs> well, he also uh, said some other stuff too that got him banned. Uh, I don't it, know if well, he said anything. Maybe I'm confusing with another comedian. Which which comedian has said something that got this just got him just knocked down? Bill Burr. Um, Bill there's Burr. a couple. Uh, Dave Chappelle said stuff, and like they people oh, yeah. want to cancel him. Um, can't cancel Chappelle. Kevin, he's hilarious. Yeah, he's hilarious. But I mean, he can't. He can't get canceled at this point. He, yeah. n- people have been trying to cancel him. He can't get canceled. So he's uncancelable. He um, he was making jokes about transgender people. Uh, yeah, but it wasn't yeah. in a negative way. It was more like, "Yo, I'm glad we danced all night, but I got home." And, right. You no. Know. <laughs> right, right. Why right. didn't you tell me that to begin with? Is what he was saying. <laughs> um, we could have set the whole tone much differently. Yeah, that's that was his joke. That like, was a joke. Tell me. <laughs> I also think sometimes yeah. people need to get out of their head and just stop being so serious and caring about it, and yeah. just right. laugh at it, and just take it as a joke and not a picking. And I think, like, I need to take a step back at the oven joke myself and think, okay, he's really not picking on the Jews. You know, no, it, yeah, but but it's, but also it, I think like I think sometimes like also it's like some sometimes we like we are offended for somebody else and sometimes like it's it's funny right because like sometimes like that's, you like Dave Chappelle right for example he yeah. said that trans joke yeah. right there are trans people that probably like that joke and we're laughing at that joke oh yeah but we're like offended for you know what I mean like that like we're offended for the other community though even though like. Your, dad, like ran, your probably, dad ran into that a lot. Some of the things you told me about, like the, like the guy, tell it that story when you walked in there and you found out that the woman was actually a man. Oh, remember? And okay. you didn't know. Okay, uh, my my yeah, father, yeah, tell it, tell it. um, 
was co-owner of a, a, a gay bar in, in Florida. Okay. And okay. I was young and from Arkansas. It was the first time I've ever been around any of that was down in Florida. So I went to go sit in this bar and I'm watching this drag queen show. And I'm like, oh, okay, okay. It was the first time I've ever seen one. Like, oh, they're really hmm. pretty women. I didn't realize I was seeing a drag queen show. Yeah, that doesn't happen really, in this part of Arkansas. Really, really good drag queens. Really good. They were. Yeah. And then I'm sitting there and one of the drag queens comes up and says, I'd like the beard. I turn around. I'm like, oh my God, you're a man. <laughs> and my dad so is funny. so embarrassed and then had to explain you know we're from arkansas and these this is not a thing where yeah. we're at she's never seen this ever before i felt That's really so this really was before the internet before the internet i mean if it was, you didn't have yeah. cable then you probably didn't see any of that stuff I, looking back yeah. i was like i could have really like insulted everybody in that well, moment what did the guy yeah. say the guy goes yes or the, I, the lady i don't know he goes yes i am and he goes do you want to know some questions i was like can i ask anything <laughs> 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 you know and it turned out to be the most interesting person that i've ever met yeah. and he was good friends yes. with my dad and when my dad passed away but he was the the, the trans the, the 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 drag queen lady guy whatever fuck pronouns um, <laughs> I don't know what to say either. He, he was like, you told me he was like, no, 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 no. It's 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 absolutely. He okay. goes, it's okay. He's he, like, I'm not offended. He wasn't offended. It was, it, he took it the right way yeah. because mm. he's trying to look like a female. He obviously pulled it off because he went, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> and he was a great friend of my dad and gave a card. My dad passed away and he was, you know, just a really nice guy. But I always remember that because my dad's like behind the bar, just shaking his head like, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah. But you were he was he was offended for his friend. Yeah. But his friend really wasn't offended. No, no. He was it was he was happy that he looked what I accomplished this. She thought I was a lady. Yeah, I did. And that's exactly what I was going for. So when? Yeah, it was just, it was yeah. a funny experience. I don't I don't have a problem with you. Again, it's people think that I'm against stuff, and I don't care. If do what you got to do to be happy. The minute you start dicking yeah. up my shit, then we're gonna have a problem. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> as long as Absolutely. you're not breaking my shit, taking my shit. Setting it on fire. Remember the rules of oh, the house? Oh my God. I'm trying to remember. It's been so long been since so you told long. me the rules. I, was, I had to do, I went on 51st, 51 first dates. You should do a comedy show on but that I alone. know, but it's too, just like the Sandler thing. Um, I went on 51 first dates after I got divorced in about nine okay. months. I took, okay. I did it in nine months. It was expensive. It was speed, well, dating. speed dating. Speed dating. Speed dating. I would. <laughs> <Next>. <laughs> it was speed dating. Yeah. I, I would go out with them. You know, I'd do three or four dates a week. And yeah, and just the first date because only about twelve got two dates out of me. Uh-huh. Uh, seven, maybe eight got more than two dates out of me. Yeah, um, you need to put this on a spreadsheet. I, I, I should. <laughs> you had a whole spreadsheet on no, every no, girl. No, 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 no. <laughs> This many people. It's, it's, I it's, don't give a shit enough about the. 40 of them that I don't want to it's like remember. The, the basketball playoff <laughs> records. You have all the bars, the big bars. The brackets. The brackets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The brackets. Yeah, 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 yeah. The brackets. The vagina bracket. That's what oh, I'm my God. The vagina bracket. Oh, my God. You should write that out. The vagina bracket? No. <laughs> Just, I, it's a visual. When he says these things, I have visuals. And I'm like, stop. It's the visuals. <laughs> what was the point I was trying to make? I don't even fucking know at this point. You um, whittled whittled i guess or weeded these women out or what do you want to say <sighs> i don't remember i was trying to make a point about something but it really didn't matter after all 
I don't remember. But... <laughs> the vagina bracket. NC double ass. And you eventually found me, but yeah, I stuck with you. It's oh, almost, you have almost two years. You had this. I met him. He had this list, and I remember, I remember thinking, "This guy must be weird or crazy." He goes, "Don't, yeah. don't steal my shit." Yeah, yeah, that's what it was. Don't, don't you know, steal my shit. Don't break my shit. Yeah, don't, this is the rules of the house. Wow. If you had, when I had a party, this is what I tell everybody when they come over to my don't parties. Don't break my shit. Don't set my shit on fire. Yeah. Well, I had to add that. Don't <laughs> set my shit on fire. Because some chick was like, I was like, what the fuck? And she's like, no, I'm just going to burn this place. Wait, wait, Andrea, when did he he tell you these rules? Was this the first date? First date. I'm sitting there going, (laughs) what are you doing? Hey, (laughs) if they can't put up with that, they're not going to be able to put up with me for much longer than a day or two. And I was laughing because I'm like, well, either this guy's crazy and I'll end up toe tagged and ID'd in the morgue. Or you have a good time in the meantime, though. <laughs> or yeah. he's just very assertive. So <laughs> there's more to those rules. I don't remember. It's been so long. Don't don't take my stuff. Don't break my stuff. Don't. Uh, God damn it! I'm gonna break. Ha- I had like five of them, didn't I? Yeah, yeah. I used to have parties with and people come over, and I'm like, here's the rules of the house. Mm-hmm. And you know, it's like this one party I had. I was <laughs> we're having a good time. I was drinking. I didn't have a date or anything it's by myself and yeah, there's yeah. like 40 people at my house and i walk in the bedroom and this dude and this girl are sitting in there just kind of <laughs> looking at each other and i could you could tell it was about to go down i'm like mm-hmm. uh, and mm-hmm. i didn't want that to happen in my bedroom get find your get the fuck out of here. <laughs> so i walked up to him and said okay that's not a problem you can do what you want but i get to go first oh my god <laughs> There you go. They left. Go. And that's, that's I got what I, I was going to either get one of two things and either way I was going to be happy. <laughs> there you go. See, oh, I told you funny. I'm an ass. <laughs> but not an asshole. A whole ass. A whole ass. <laughs> Should I put that as a disclaimer? <laughs> oh, that's what I remember. I, that's exactly what I told you. I do remember that. I'm I'm thinking, that was over text. That was before we even met. I know. I was like, okay. I, I set these ladies up. I mean, I'm going to make sure that I was looking for somebody to stick around. I wasn't mm-hmm. looking for a one night stand. Yeah. So, it, you know, we're older. So that's, you know, that's not. 51 dates is impressive, though. That's, that's, that's impressive. Man. Busted like, I mean, my ass. I had to, I had to message 15 women a week to get mm, that, to, to yeah, pull that off. I mean, I, I, yeah. I'm an old sales guy, so I know it's just, <laughs> just numbers at He's this point. He's a sales charm. Yes, <laughs> I've got the I got to fill the bracket, man. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't believe I thought of that. All was the brackets. <laughs> <laughs> Who's gonna get the cup? <laughs> that's all well, Andrea got the cup. Andrea won. So Andrea got the cup. So. I'm the champion of the vagina brackets. You're the champion. <laughs> I am not saying anything now. I'm just going to sit here and try not to breathe too heavy into the microphone. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Turn this into our own comedy show. I love it. I love it. That's good. Uh, no, I was was when the I, I did. I wanted to know oh, about the dark side of yeah comedy because Robin Williams when he passed, 
I mean, everybody knows who he is. He's my kids know who he was. You know, what I mean, yeah, yeah. When I passed by, it's like, oh my god, either he was severely depressed or was diagnosed with an illness. I mean, it's yeah. thing I could think of. And then what do you have? Louis body dementia. I think is what we were told he ended up know. having. I don't know. I forget, I forget what it was. But, but that it's, and it's true. Let's, yeah, a lot of comics are are depressed. They they go through some dark shit. I mean, well, I, I know a lot of comics. They they don't they don't say it, but you know, yeah, like you, you talk tell. to them afterwards. I mean, we we go through we, I, because like um, you need a little bit of pain when it comes to comedy, and if there's some pain there, that's where the best jokes are gonna be. So you need some pain. It doesn't have to be I completely like dark, but at least a little bit of pain. Yeah. Or at least so. be extremely empathetic to pain. Absolutely. Not sympathetic, empathetic. Mm-hmm. Empathetic. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Sympathy is not going to get you anywhere in anything. But yeah. I mean, when as a person is watching the comedy and laughing and having a good time, we just think that you're just this happy, jolly, you know, just very empathetic, funny person. Yeah. We don't really realize yeah. The pain within, however extreme or there's not some, extreme, yeah, there's some pain because, like, uh, you know, depending on the comic, some, some they'll they'll take the darkest stuff, and you know, instead of going to therapy, it's basically therapy, right? <laughs> and we're not on stage; it's basically therapy, right? Except we're just making jokes about it. So, you know, you're just talking about your life, you know, the good and the bad and the ugly, and you know, you just yeah. try to make as many jokes about it and try to relate to people. I guess I'm um, kind of sort of a stand-up comic myself. I'm just sitting here thinking about this. I think you could do it. That vagina bracket is a really good thing. <laughs> she thing. said I it. I wouldn't mind. <laughs> <laughs> if you use really it, give thing. us credit. I'm teasing. <laughs> shout, out, shout out to things I want to know. <laughs> <laughs> All I need to know is, is, is are you going to keep your title this year? Yeah, I'm going to keep it. Oh, snap. Oh, snap. Underdog coming through. <laughs> That can be taken so many ways. <laughs> it really can. Well, no, because I, I just realized that I, how I've how I operate my life is I make sure that everybody's laughing, and I yeah. just constantly when I meet somebody, I want to make sure they're smiling and laughing. That's if you're not smiling and laughing around me, I'm like, oh my god, what's wrong? That's right? Probably true. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, basically, I've been a stand-up comedy. Yeah, going the, go the flow. Have you ever tried it? There's not around here. I mean, maybe we were, maybe we, here would be more progressive or little rock, but other places, places in Arkansas. No. Yeah. There's no, yeah. I'm sure little rock probably has it. That's the capital. Yes. Dave Littell did it. He used to do Dave Littell after hours or whatever the hell that show was where he'd go to the cities. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah. 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 Right. Yeah. And, and for the people who don't know, he'd go to cities and see what happens after the clubs close. Mm. Right. Uh-huh. And he went to little rock and, the whole episode was just him standing in front of landmarks because there was Jeez. absolutely nothing for him to do. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, there's nothing going on. It's Arkansas, man. There's no big city. Huh? There's no big city in Arkansas? Little Rock. Fayetteville. Yeah. Well, that's it? I mean, Fay- Fayetteville and Jonesboro, that's it. Just nothing in Jonesboro. Jonesboro. Well, I'm just thinking there's only. If you look at a map, West Memphis has more people than Jonesboro. Jonesboro has a college close by, so they got some. Pro- yeah, probably in the college area. There's, there's got to be some open mics there. Probably there's there's one around here every now and again, but it becomes a damn click. And mm-hmm. I'm as a filmmaker and a writer, 
that's all I'm surrounded with is freaking clicks. And I yeah. hate clicks because clicks cause people not to succeed. Yeah. And just because somebody isn't just like you or doesn't do what you think is right. Mm-hmm. Doesn't mean that they're a failure and they shouldn't be shunned. I agree. And yeah. Clicks are everywhere, especially in, you know, in comedy too. Like there's, I'm there's, sure. there's a couple. Oh yeah. Cause like, you basically are going to you know, you have your friends going to book you right so there's certain groups of people where they'll just e- keep booking each other yeah. so I'm like oh these same comics are like now on a different venue but like there's the same group of comics now they're like now they're here now they're here yeah. now they're oh. here so it's like there's like inner circles where like you have to try to get into some inner circles here and there so well um, and you want to make sure that the I oh. I could see where they'd want to make sure the sets are complementary to each other as well. Mm-hmm. That of makes course. sense. Cause you don't want, like you said, suck all the air out of the room, you know? Yeah. 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 That's, that's, you know, it's the first thing to get you out of the, it'd keep you going in the uh, vagina bracket though. <laughs> yeah. You could, you could, you could definitely move the, forward at least one rung in the vagina bracket. If yeah. Suck all the air out of the room. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> Couldn't help it. Oh my God. <laughs> No, that's not what that was about. I know, but that was good. That was good. I'm not gonna lie. That was good. <laughs> so, what what keeps you motivated and keeps you going to keep doing this? Because it's got to be in some ways very discouraging and frustrating that you keep doing and doing and doing, and you're not oh yeah going 100%. to your ultimate goal of whatever your goal he's got may be. The, he's got the advantage over people in the Midwest of having population. That's true. Being in yeah. New, New Jersey, right? Yeah, New Jersey. Yeah. Yeah, you yeah. you have a thousand places you can go. You can stand up on the Thursday at the strip club. So yeah, yeah, and then, yeah, yeah. And then, fr- and <laughs> then Thursday morning at the coffee shop. Yeah, 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 yeah. Usually it's a brewery or a coffee shop, but hey, strip club might be a, a good uh, place <laughs> to too. So as long as it's not the laundromat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Um, what keeps me moving? I just, I love it. I, I love coming up with like a new joke and making someone laugh. Like I've always liked making people laugh. I always like laughing myself. Um, and I think with stand up, I've gotten better at like just reflecting on my own life and just like making jokes out of it. And I think it's just made me more confident as a communicator, as a person. Uh, I've gotten way better friendships because of it too. Cause like now it's like, you know, I'm like, I guess the funny guy in the group too. So it's like, it's, it's really good. Like I think that. I mean, you're a software just, programmer. To be a funny guy in the group is not that hard. <laughs> well, I have non-software engineering friends. Too, oh, okay. okay. Not the, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I sold that. I sold VoIP technology services and solutions. The yeah. tech. I, I I sold the training behind it. And the VoIP guys, they have a they have a mm-hmm. nice sense of humor. But the data guys or the yeah. storage guys, God, they're drier no. than a ninety-year-old like woman's. Yeah, you know what? <laughs> they're like robots. <laughs> Old nursing, <clears throat> we have our own set of jokes that other people don't get mm. and stuff. Just yeah. for kind of like what we do in our career and how we de-stress from seeing people, yeah, at their worst. And sometimes yeah. we just joke around in the break room or whatever or in the med room just to kind of to release the fact that we just went through something or had to see a family mm-hmm. go through something serious. Yeah. So yeah. it's kind of our way of letting go or whatever. Or you could just bring yeah, up the fact that it. last week you had to remove uh, something very strange from an orifice that it shouldn't That's, have gone into. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. I was about that. to say, 
Uh, I think that that's probably the, the stories, right? Like um, someone has something stuck up there, you know. Oh, you yeah. Know. We, <laughs> yeah. I, I've, I've got those stories, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, those yeah. stories. <laughs> but are, you know, like helping people, or even with our own health care, we like, you know, make fun of ourselves. And I've done that just to get through like stuff that I've been diagnosed with or whatever, you know, I have arthritis in my hand. So I remember... I sat there with the doctor and I was like, well, I'm 45. I have arthritis in my hands. I guess I'm going to have to tell the kids that when they get older, they're going to have to wipe my ass for me because I can't. <laughs> and, you and the guy goes, looks at me. And I was like, come on now. He goes, you're definitely different. And I'm like, well, I'm just, we're nurses. We try to find some humor in this to cope. Yeah. And that yeah. kind of is what comedy is, I guess, for you guys going on stage. It you is. said it's your own therapy. Yeah, it's our own therapy. Honestly, yeah. We just, we're trying to look at like, the stuff that we're thinking about, the one, the stuff, even the darker shit, the good stuff, the bad stuff, all of our opinions, and we're just trying to make sense of it. And I think for us, for the difference between, like, I guess, a comedian and I guess a civilian, is just like we're always trying to think about a joke. Like I, yeah, every single thing is like, is there a joke? Is there a joke here? Is there a joke here? So yeah. So what's the biggest thing that you'd want someone to take away from today's conversation? Um, what I want, I guess, I want to take away from it is like. Anyone can start it. Like, here's the thing. I, before doing, I st- actually started with improv comedy before stand up. So, um, that never I say I mean, no. Yeah, never say no. It's never say no. Say of, yes and. Yes and. Yeah, yes and. Number one rule of improv never say no. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes and. Yeah. Yeah. Yes and everything. Um, I think that everyone, I've always said that everyone should at least, I think, try and attempt it to do it one time because it is very fun and it is like a bucket listing for a lot of people. And I have now convinced um, five people in my life, including my dad, to at least try it and start it. Some people have, like, continued on it. Some people, like, did it one time and then they never did it again. So Mm. I think you'd be very surprised uh, how funny you are and how fulfilling this – it really is. I wouldn't be surprised how funny I am. You should try it, Paul. Never I mean, because you're naturally funny in conversation. You can see what he's doing. You can see him on camera. The rest of the world, he's got this look of – I am so funny. Like a, I, like a British guy with a cigar being cocky. You could do it, man. You could do it. Uh, I, I, did, I wrote a whole sketch up once uh, about squirrels. And it was just me yelling at this squirrel in my roof. Uh-huh. And it was fucking hilarious, but there was no place to perform it. So I just let it go. And I don't know where it's at now. I, I did it for some friends and they're like, this is so crazy, Paul. Well, uh, but I can't. also, I will, yeah, I'll say this too. Also, like because of the pandemic, now there's a lot of like Zoom open mics too. So yeah, you guys can also like that's yeah, a so whole can, nother venue though. You that's a whole nother beast. A Zoom yeah. stand up. Oh, yeah. that's no. You that's can't not see the your same. audience. You can't see your audience. That's gonna be harder. <clears throat> yeah. So I so I also I also do run a Zoom open mic though too. But it, it, so I will take some jokes. So a lot of the Zoom, the, the material I t- test on Zoom is stuff I, can, I don't need to, um, I don't have to walk around on stage for. Yeah. Maybe I'll test out a lot of ideas. Like I'll test like a lot of one liners or just like maybe like news jokes or whatever. Something where it's like I don't have to walk around. I'll just test those ideas on Zoom. If it works on Zoom, then I'll take it to stage and then like I'll do that as well. Because I think with Zoom, it's just easy because I could just do as many, I could just sit on my couch and do as many Zoom mics. 
I could do three or four a day yeah. and then, you know, test out different stuff. So how do you, how does the audience maybe come listen to your Zoom mic thing? Is it, you just do it through friends or family or? Uh, usually it- it's like, um, usually it's other comedians that, so like on these Zoom mics, you basically get like maybe 10, 15 comics. Um, yeah, they wouldn't then, want that public. Okay. I'm just curious. No, 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 no. It's not filmed or live streamed or anything like that. No. Um, yeah. These are all but- test jokes. They wouldn't want those public. That makes sense. Because you, you pitch about, something to, um, a, to another comic, and if it's yeah. off color or bad, they'll tell you. And you didn't yeah, yeah. realize it, they're going to be like, whoa, 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 dude, take that oh, and yeah. throw it away. <laughs> yeah, comics do not want to get recorded because, again, we all, we're all we all testing stuff. Everybody man. tells bad jokes. You only oh, see the yeah, good ones on yeah, TV. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Everyone's done it. Everyone's t- I've, t- I've tested bad jokes too. I'm like, yeah, I hope no one was recording that because I'll never say that ever again. Exactly. So it's like- <laughs> My bad jokes are just out there for everyone to see. You're welcome. There you go. Yeah, we're on the you know internet age where nothing ever disappears. That's a good point. Yeah, don't ever sure. send nudes. Don't. I told don't. you, don't send nudes. I know. And why? Because they never go away. Right. And so I've still got that freaking cloud backup every now and again. Boom. Uh, Here's these nudes of these women that sent me. I'm like, no. <laughs> I had to make sure I told her because I'm like, what the fuck? He, he makes the exact same noise, too. And it happens. I'm like, did you find one again? <laughs> I don't want to see this anymore. Yeah, yeah. Just laughing. <laughs> you do. You make the exact same noise. Well, but I've. And it, I immediately told you about it when it first happened. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, Because oh, I'm like, I, you're going to see this on my computer. And it's like, I, I, I didn't do this. It doesn't disappear, yeah. yeah. So, That's what I try to teach my kids. They Really, it never so Don't tell away. a bad joke on Zoom when somebody's recording because, oh, my God, it's going to come back to haunt you. Makes yeah. sense. Makes sense. Makes a <sighs> little sense. Something about Zoom, too, is like um, some people are like are muted. So it's like you can't really get a reaction from it. That's the tough part about Zoom. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, some people are gonna have are will be nice and have their mic on, but like if you don't have your mic on, then I don't I can't get a reaction from you. I your stage presence is gone too, though. Oh yeah, a hundred percent. It's just so a talking it's just head. like yeah. I think it's just like for Zoom. I think I I usually use it for like okay. I just want to say the joke for the first time. I'll just say it. Yeah. I've said it. I've said it. Some people have heard it. Does it hold its own water? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like vagina, like vagina bracket. (laughs) Vagina bracket. That's, there you go. In context, it's hilarious. But if we said that just dry. People would be like, what? (laughs) Are you trying to hold it together or keep it from falling out? (laughs) (laughs) I'm thinking, did you come from the doctor? What's going on? I got this bracket now. I have to buy special jeans. Oh. <laughs> That's a visual I don't want. I'm sure there's like a lot of like uh, puns you can do. I don't know, like you, you come. Yeah, probably. <laughs> like a, a, a lot of university now, you can kind of probably do puns and stuff so like that. So yeah. that's the question I have for you. Have you? Okay. What do you think? So the universities used to. You, you when you said university, it popped in my head. <laughs> Okay. The universities used to bring comics in and, and, and do yeah. sets. Now yep, the comics yep, that they yep. bring in are so mundane and boring. Yeah. They're not funny. Yeah. And they're yeah. agreeing with everything the audience believes in, uh-huh, which is the, uh-huh. not what comedy is for. Comedy is to point out when you're an idiot as a society. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's yep. what the court gesture is for. Yep. To point out where the king's being an idiot. Yeah. Yep. And nobody else can say it. <clears throat> 
yeah. as long as he does it it's, with frivolity, it is, it's okay. It is super interesting, yeah, because like a lot of the the college echo chamber, like it's it's tough. A lot of communities don't want don't want to, don't want to do universities. Oh, it's a big deal. We it, hear them. I hear about it all the time. Yeah, like on uh, Joe Rogan's it. podcast, they talk about it all the time. These big comics no. are like, no, they invite me to a college. I ain't going. Makes you sense. need you need if you're gonna go to a comedy show, you gotta be loose with it. I mean, like you're you're might get you're gonna get offended probably about at least a joke or Jake or joke or two. You might get offended. Who knows, right? Yeah. I mean, they're they're, they're gonna try to push the line though, and I think. The at college are trying to make everything include uh, you know inclusive about everything, so it's like no one the gets their feelings like, hurt. Right, right. So like Sorry, I think with stand up, we're with with comedy, we're we're trying to point out a lot of the the stupid shit in our society. Yeah, you can't really do that at like a, at a college, and unless you're like a really like clean comic or I mean I'm not I'm not the even the, the clean comics, comic. They're just but yeah, you know yeah. I've heard some of these sets. Bob Saget, I mean, of boring. He, I always thought, I, this <laughs> Bob is funny. Saget, he's like the epitome of what you're about to say. I oh, thought he no. was this clean cut. No, look funny, at the stand up. And I saw the stand up. I'm like, oh my God, oh, that guy was on Full House. Gosh. I mean, I was like, what? My dog lick my balls. Yeah. That song he sang. Yeah, I was just totally like, what? Like, you floored. put peanut butter on what? I was <laughs> floored. I was like, whoa, that's not. That's not Full House guy. That's no, no, it is not Full House. It is that's, Full Cock. That's what yeah, he does. Yeah, yeah. He's just not, a bunch of dick jokes. Yeah, <laughs> dick jokes. that's what he does. So. Totally mind blown by that. I was like, who yeah. is this? Is the like dirtiest that? comic that I know. Actually, I know he yeah. was extremely dirty, but totally that's blew so my mind. That he was on Full House though. Like I don't, I'm, I'm curious really, how why they got him because he is a very dirty. He's always been a dirty comic, but he so. looks so straight. It's like it's he, it, the dichotomy is part of his humor, I suppose. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, you that's think true. this very holy person, God loving, you walks know, walks in and says, "Oh, I was licking my dog's anus," and I'm like, "What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah." That's what? it works though. I would think because it. I was mind it blown by it. I was like, "Wow!" But but oh, then yeah. the opposite is you got Gilbert Godfrey who was passed away, but oh, I he looks Gilbert like God. his comedy. Oh my god! Anything yeah. that Gilbert Godfrey said is so funny. He's his so delivery funny. was just him too, and that wasn't the voice. The voice is so good. I don't know if he's had that voice his whole life. Yes, or that. Or, Yes, he does. He did a uh, until he died. He did a podcast where they would talk about movies and stuff. Yeah, and that's just him. <laughs> wow. He, yeah, but like when he, when he, he was younger, did he have that voice too? He he would dial it up for this. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah but of course. Just normally, he's like, ah. <laughs> yeah, I, I love Gilbert Gottfried. It's so crazy funny. to listen to him as a normal person. Have you ever like, oh, um, have you ever heard uh, when he was reading um, Fifty Shades of Grey? Oh no! I haven't oh heard my god! So good. Yeah, look it up on YouTube, please. Look it up on YouTube. <laughs> it is so funny, though the way the way he's like he's like. Like, you know, he's just reading like a passage from the story. It's so good. It's yeah, no, so, so good. he wouldn't do movie dying. reviews. He was he was interviewing he was interviewing people with his buddy. Yeah, and so he'd interview comics and he'd and you know old school. He liked the old old school oh, yeah. people that no, nobody comic, remembers yeah. anymore, but are still alive. He'd have them on the show. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm gonna have yeah. to look that up. Fifty Shades of Grey. Look it up, please. <laughs> yes. The farmer's version, 50, 50 Shades of Hay. <laughs> it's the Amish version of that. 
Oh God! <laughs> I, could, I would I would listen to a whole audio book of him doing it. <laughs> he only did like a passage, but if he did a whole audio book, I would I would watch it. Oh, I would, I would at least get so time. old after a while. You're like, yeah, God damn! So I funny. just can't keep the energy up past <laughs> chapter two, man. It's like really. It's like listening to Sam Kennison do it. Yeah, you know, I mean, it, a lot of people don't know who Sam Kennison is or was. That guy was hilarious. He was an old preacher. He was yeah. one of those 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 carnival type preachers. They go they take their tent and they go around the country collecting revivalists. Revivalists, yeah. And <clears throat> I guess one day he says, "You know what? There's easier ways to make money than this." <laughs> Started being a comedian. <laughs> How hard is being nice. a revivalist if the comedian's easier? <laughs> that's what I want to yeah, know. Funny because like, comedians is so tough to get paid, man. That's, oh, that's yeah. so funny though. It's Sam really, Kennison really was funny. able to afford uh, what? quarter kilo of coke a day oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> yep. a revivalist preacher to a comedian coke when, when you know that you when you know that history of sam kennison and you watch his act and you immediately see the revivalist preacher really oh yeah okay he, he's open about it he says it in some of his acts he'll, he'll mm-hmm. let you know but as soon as you, if you know that if you don't know that and you watch it without him saying it you don't know it's but when he says that, it's like, oh, all this entire act makes sense. It's a revivalist preacher that's disgusting, dirty, and funny. <laughs> okay, yeah, I think I know who you're talking about now. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Sam Kennison, the guy that screams at everybody. Yes, that guy. He doesn't scream that much. I mean, he screams. He screams, but it just. He only screamed because, like I said, half a half a kilo of cocaine a day. <laughs> all that energy is popped up, and he's like. <laughs> yeah, we have watched some of his acts. It was the eighties, man. Yeah, I don't think his act yeah. could be, could really. It, no, it could. It's, you think so? I I totally think it transfer. You I don't really think, do. Don't think the Karens of the world would shoot it down and well, ban it and the, try to make a lot of it more than they did then. Oh yeah, true. I mean, back then they're like, "Oh, you're so misogynistic," and he's like, "No, I just like pussy." <laughs> like, this was that was his act. Yeah. That was his act. Who doesn't? I don't know. I mean, no, 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 not everybody likes it. <laughs> <laughs> there are different strokes for different folks, and there's nothing wrong with That's that, true. you know. I mean, just you know, it's true. You be you, yeah. You be you. Well, you told me earlier you wouldn't really want to have one, of, have an extra one of those. No, see, a woman, no, no, we have to put up with what we have. <laughs> you don't need another one, I don't need another one. <laughs> it's bad enough with one. <laughs> It's a lot of work, yeah. It's like, <laughs> it's like, imagine like the time in the month. Is there like on different different cycles too? It's like yeah, that's a whole thing. Yeah. No, it's oh like oh my god, when they all sync up in the office, Jesus. Yeah, <laughs> or having girls in the house. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. 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 <laughs> now we're skirting on the dangerous part. <laughs> so you know, I have to be careful. My kids like you talked about me on the podcast. Yep, I did. So what? Moving on. <laughs> She's 15, almost 16. You know how that age, you know, you mm-hmm. mentioned anything. She's heard everything. Yeah. yeah. She, you know, like, she won't even tell her friends that we do this because we don't listen to podcasts. Oh, really? Yeah. I was like, oh, you will eventually. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. When I, when I posed this to her, she's like, no, I don't know. It's weird. And then she started listening to podcasts. Now she's all about podcasts 24-7. I listen to some. I listen quite a bit. I used to think like, okay, are we going back to the 1920s sitting in front of the radio? It's much different. It's much that. different, but I think it's it's so different. it's something that's not heavily censored like everything else is. Yeah, and you could real hear people's real thoughts and opinions and content and themselves 
Yeah. I think that's what I like about it. It's that genuineness of not being, oh, I can't say this because I'm going to get that SEC rating of whatever Tipper Gore thing, mm-hmm. you know. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. so also you learn. There's a lot of podcasts where you can learn a lot. I oh, yeah. always learn something from like a bunch of podcasts. Like it's, I learned it's today that yeah. Swanson Foods was the first people to flash freeze your food in 1912. Huh. I don't know that. Huh. Yeah. Big deal, right? I like the true crime stuff, so. Oh, what, what, what was that one uh, we were listening to last night? She, what did that woman say? She said... Uh, I might have killed my husband. Yeah. <laughs> she goes, can I use your phone? I might have killed my husband. <laughs> <laughs> sure, go ahead. I'm like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> so, all right. So, um, where can people find you and where can people find... Uh, uh, where can people if they wanted to come see you? Is there a way to find your set? Uh, yeah, your, yeah, yeah, totally. Your, um, so the best way to, is probably my Instagram. Uh, is at the Kevin Carrier is my Instagram. Spell that for us. Uh, uh, so T H E K E V I N C A R R I E R. Okay, cool. Yeah, and so like um, my open mic called Gin and Tonic um, is there. Gin and Tonic. Gin and Tonic. Gin and Tonic, like the drink. Yeah, cool. We do that every other Sunday. <clears throat> on zoom um i also have my podcast uh hangover comedy podcast um so if you guys like comedy if you like uh learning about different cultures and traveling and stuff like that um that's a really cool podcast to go check out as well and um if you're in new jersey um i don't have any shows coming up in february but uh probably in march uh stay tuned there will be probably when, a show or two that might be coming up when the temperature so. gets above negative 85 <laughs> in new jersey yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly uh but yeah i also do open mics too so I, you, you can find me around um oh and yeah. by the way open mic nights if you go to a larger club that's more, yeah. a little bit more popular just as a, a patron uh you will see the the big names walk in. Oh yeah, because they walk in and they get on. Then they let them on stage. Yep. it's like it's, just go ahead because they gotta try their comedy somewhere. They gotta they know do. if it's gonna work. Hmm. Absolutely. So if that's the thing too, a lot of people don't understand. Like uh, the big name comics, they start from like an idea, just same way as as myself, who's like just like a you know start. I've only been doing it for like two years, but you know if Dave Chappelle to think of a joke. He does it the same way. He writes down an idea, then he tries it on stage. Now, he has an audience, so people are going to probably, like, you know, give him more rope yeah. like, for what's funny or whatever, right? It yeah. still has to be funny, but he's, I think his delivery and obviously he's more his confidence and stuff like that, so people will know who he is, so it's a lot easier for him, yeah. but he still has to do the same process that I do, which yeah. is like writing down ideas. <clears throat> and then, you know, if there's somebody you, hadn't been, you haven't seen much from in a while, they're going to end up on stage. At a comedy club, and they're not getting paid to do it. They're yeah. in there. The comedy club's glad to have them, and they're glad to have an audience. Yeah. Just so they can see if their latest jokes are terrible or not. Yeah, they got to exactly. practice somewhere. Yeah, you got you to gotta do it somewhere, and those are free, because all you have to do is drive over there, and they're going to be like, oh, hello, free. Mr. Popular Superstar Comedian. Yes, you can absolutely take the stage, because yeah. the bar owner knows, the, the, the comedy club owner knows that all these people that just watch this guy go up and talk and tell jokes are going to go tell their buddy, oh, my God, you wouldn't believe who showed up. So to yeah. such and such place, yeah. Yeah. you got to go there. And it, but it and is true. Me, They'll show up. Yeah. For, for me, I always like I always like knowing that the 
the origin story or the beginning. So I always like going to open mics. I want to see like when the joke first started. Yeah. And then like when I see that same joke, like a month later and how much better, like, oh, like I see like the trigger. Oh, I see what they did there. I see like they, they added this part. They removed this part. They now added this to the delivery. So I always like, I always like the origin story of like different, you know, things. So yeah. like, even like in comics or like celebrities, like how did they start? Like, what, what was their starting place? You know, so I always like that. It's so open mics. You could definitely see that. All right. So we do appreciate you being on today. And, yep. uh, I'm glad that I didn't offend you too much because I can. No, no, please, no. I wasn't offended enough. I thought you, thought you were going <laughs> to. You didn't know I was actually, actually going to have a sense of humor, I guess. Yeah, yeah. He's like, oh, the podcast is not over yet, so. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I, I, have, I have multiple chances left to offend everyone. Yes. yes, yes. <laughs> Should I take the chance? Oh, no, no, no. Yeah. But uh, I guess, Andrea, we've got some interesting stuff coming up, don't we? Yeah, we do. We got, let's see here. We got a uh, person's going to talk about psychedelic mushrooms. We got oh, a person. Yeah, 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 yeah. The Jedi people are going to come He's on. He's a big deal, actually. Um, and the we, Jedi folks, absolutely. Industrial espionage. Espionage. The brain. The modern day samurai. Ooh, brain coach. Not really. I, I gave him that moniker and he's like, what? <laughs> brain coach, the first Dean method. Yeah, uh, the, we'll figure out what that is. We don't know. A person's been in a Chinese jail. Maybe you can ask him, was there comedy in the jail? I don't know. We'll find out. <laughs> he was probably the butt of most of the jokes because he's a freaking American. And a person from Iran is going to talk to us, a lady about um, improving relationships. Is there anybody else I miss? Well, she's going she's gonna to talk to us about the difference in culture as well. Oh, that'll be interesting. Yeah, it's a completely different. It's it's the same, but not at the same time. It's it it's, it's weird. We, we, we're, as people, we're all the same. There's I agree. The minor differences that make up the the fun part. It's true. And the hateful part. Yeah, unfortunately. Yeah, I mean, everybody's got to eat. Everybody's got to drink. Everybody's, you know. So, you know, I guess everybody needs to pee. Not everybody does. This is true. Beethoven. Was it Beethoven? No. Some dialysis? No, no. I'm talking about the the movie Amadeus. Amadeus, uh, Mozart. Mozart, that's right. Mozart didn't poop for a while and died. At yeah. least in the movie. Well, that can happen <laughs> in those days. <laughs> I don't know. I'm pretty much the urge to take a crabs. I, I don't really see that I have a choice half the time. Uh, back then, it's different. <laughs> okay. Thank you very much. So anyway, uh, visit us. And help us. We can now take donations, and you can do a monthly subscription on our Buzzsprout website. And you can get uh, for $3, $4, $8 a month or more. And buy us a coffee once a month. I mean, what the hell? You can do that. Buy us a coffee once a month and, and help me pay off this stupid microphones and crap that I got to get. We might do premium content as well. Well, we'll, we'll, we'll call you out. We'll call you out. On the on the program as well when you do, yep. And but I guess anyway. I mean, unless you don't want to do that, I think we should. If you give us donate to us and help us keep doing what we're doing because you love our show, we're going to put your name on air. Absolutely, absolutely. And then of course, Paul G Newton at Paul uh, dot com is where you can go get swag. You can get the rooster from our episode with the uh, policeman from. Uh, 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 what was it? Cock rings, the cock rings and, and, and Vespas. Yeah, cock rings, cock rings and stolen Vespas, exactly. Yep. I mean, that is... 
<laughs> it's a good. I, I like that Photoshop. He did a good job. He did a very good job. Well, you're just you're giving me that. Let's stop now. Look. Nah. <laughs> it's all good. Well, we have to plug our stuff. I think this also. Um, oh my God, Paul, stop. Yeah. Shirt. A hoodie. A hoodie. Yes. Yeah. It says, "Oh my God, Paul, stop." I might. Because you said every time. I do. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, of course, I do another podcast called Paul G's Corner, where I literally interview everyone that comes down the pipe. You want to be interviewed, he will put you on his I show. I will interview you. Exactly. I haven't had one go badly yet, but I've had some I've had some that weren't that great. Well, I had one lady on. She was come. Kind of, it was kind of like watching molasses, at, you know, fall down the tree at negative five degrees everybody's different well no, maybe you want to talk to her that's fine but <laughs> the one that's coming out the one that's out right now is released today which is this is saturday the 28th of january she's hilarious that was the one i was showing you this morning we were yeah yeah arguing about the intro or something yeah because the ai intro that i've been doing he likes the ai intros it's it's because they're stupid well, listen for more AI intros and see how bad the grammar is. Exactly. Um, but support the show the best you can. Listen to Paul G's Corner. Uh, Andrea and I appreciate you listening. Very much. Um, yeah. Is that it? I think so. Are you sure? I think so. All right. Bye. Bye. Andrea and I need your help. If you like our episodes, please give us a five-star rating and a review. Not sure exactly how that helps us, but it does, and it makes people want to listen. When they see that five stars and a good review from you, so go to wherever you're listening to your podcast, Apple iTunes, Spotify, iHeartMedia, wherever, and hit that five stars. 